Let's pray. Lord, though I speak, may we all hear the God who speaks to us in love. Amen. I was talking to some students about this passage, John 1.43, and one said, it's difficult to understand. Do you think so? It seems a straightforward, cool story, until you get to where Jesus says, here is a true Israelite in whom there is nothing false. Then what happens is a power encounter with Jesus for Nathanael. Jesus says that he saw him under the fig tree before Philip. There's no way Jesus would have known Nathanael was sitting under a fig tree without seeing him supernaturally. That's enough to trigger Nathanael into declaring, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. Encounters with Jesus in John's Gospel have symbolic meanings. Let's dig deeper. First, the image of the fig tree. Now the golden age for Israel was in the time of King Solomon the wise and the great, and in his time it tells in 1 Kings 4.25 that everyone lived in safety, each under his own fig tree and vine. The prophets Micah and Zechariah both refer to this as a sign of the coming future kingdom of peace and justice in which the rule of God is established. Prophet Micah 4.4 says, Every man will sit under his own vine and under his own fig tree, and no one will make them afraid. If you look just before, it's that famous passage. They will beat their swords into ploughshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war any more. So the fig tree is a picture of Israel, the nation, as it should be in the reign of God. And Zechariah 3.10 confirms it. I will remove the sin of this land in a single day. In that day, each of you will invite his neighbour to sit under his vine and fig tree, declares the Lord Almighty. <clears throat> so to Nathaniel, when Jesus says, I saw you sitting under a fig tree, he says it in a way that actually communicates, you're a real Israelite, and I saw you under a fig tree, linking the two. Nathaniel would likely recognise that Jesus is promising that his dreams for himself and his nation Israel are going to be fulfilled. Second, if that's the case, then Jesus emphasises it even more when he takes Nathaniel back to a different image, Jacob's ladder. Jacob was a trickster who stole his brother Esau's birthright. But he was transformed by his encounter with God when he was on the run, wrestled with God all night, and then saw a vision of heaven open and the angels going up and down Jacob's ladder, an open heaven. Jacob received a new name, Israel. Really, Jesus was indicating 
something like this. Look, don't think you're going to see one or two remarkable acts of insight, such as you witnessed when I showed you that I knew about you before I saw you. What you'll see from now on is the reality towards which Jacob's ladder, and even the temple itself, is pointing, like a signpost. If you follow me, you'll be watching what it looks like when heaven and earth are open to each other. The fulfilment of the presence of God and his kingdom in me. There's a lot to think about. How do you encounter God? How exciting it is to experience this open communication between God and heaven and us on earth through Jesus our Jacob's Ladder. But I'd like to suggest that the spiritual communion we are about to celebrate together is a kind of Jacob's Ladder, a curtain between heaven and earth opened up for us for a while in Jesus by faith. And like the promise of the fig tree, that our dreams for our purpose will be fulfilled and are being fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And what's more, they'll happen fully in the end. Be inspired and be expectant. Amen. Thank you for taking part in today's service. Uh, Please listen now to St Martin's singers singing for us. Will you come and follow me? Have a good week. God bless.